Blog Talk Radio. Robbie Motter is a host of Diva Strategies for Success, where I am so lucky because I get to interview some of the greatest people across the country. Today, I'm uh, interviewing Ursula Menches. She is a two-time best-selling author, award-winning entrepreneur, and sales expert. She will transform the way you think about selling so you can reach your goals with less anxiety and less effort. She is the founder of Sales Coach Now, as well as an inspirational speaker, author of Selling with Intention, Selling with Synchronicity, and One Great Goal. She specializes in neuro-linguistic programming to help clients double and triple their sales fast. Honing her skills at an international technical training company, where she began her career in 1996, Ursula increased sales by 90% in just one year. In 2001, when the company's annual run was in tens of millions, Ursula advanced to the position of president at just 27 years old. Sales guru Brian Tracy endorsed Selling with Intention, saying, This powerful, practical book shows you how to connect with customers. By fully understanding the sales process from inside out, it really works. Selling with Synchronicity and One Great Goal were also the 2013 winners of the Beverly Hills Book Awards in the categories of Sales and Business Motivation. And Selling with Intention was a finalist. Selling with Intention also received the International Book Award sponsored by USA Book News, and Selling with Synchronicity was a finalist. Ursula also serves as past statewide chairperson for the Novel California Education Fund, and past president of Nabo, California. She is the recipient of the SBA's 2014 Women in Business Champion and also the 2013 Willow Tree, Willow Tree Extraordinary Example and Extraordinary Entrepreneur Award. The Nabo, i.e. Anita Award, chosen as Polka Dot Powerhouse, Extraordinary Speaker of 2015, and the 2007 and 2011 Spirit of Award Entrepreneur Award finalist. She has shared the stage with best-selling author Lori Langenheimer, Les Brown, Tom Anton, Lisa Nichols, Juliana Ranzi, and many others. Her clients include Aflac, Ebenezer, and Fairview Hospitals, New York Life, Paychecks, and so much more. Let me welcome Ursula to the radio show today. Thank you for being here. Oh my goodness, Robbie. Thanks for having me. It's just it's exciting to be here, and it's always great to be with you. Well, thank you. You know, you're such an expert in sales. How did you get to be an expert? Oh, years of pain and suffering. <laughs> no, um, I, you know, I started my career in outside sales because I wanted to pay for law school, and so that's how it all started. But my first job in outside sales, Robbie, I hated selling. I hated everything about it, and 
you know, being, being the good student that I was, I've always been, you know, a lifelong learner. I thought, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to figure out how to sell. What does it really take? Because I saw people making a lot of money and doing very well in outside sales. And so I went down the road of, you know, hard knocks. I read lots of books. I went to lots of trainings with people like, you know, um, Brian Tracy. I read all his books and um, Jeffrey Gittimer from the sales Bible. And I just, I kept learning and, kept trying all these techniques. And while the strategies were great, I learned what to say. I learned how to script sales. I learned how you know, to network, all of those things. The one piece I was missing for a long time was the mindset around sales and selling. And what I mean by that is you know, I didn't like selling, but not liking selling and not liking salespeople keeps you stuck in the same place. And so I read this amazing book by the now late Dr. Wayne Dyer called The Power of Intention. And I thought, in my mindset? What if I started to like salespeople? What if I started to like selling? What if I started to be intentional in the sales process? And pretty quickly, within a few months after getting that, putting, marrying the idea of mindset with sales strategies, my, my sales started to skyrocket. And within five years, I went from an outside salesperson to being, holding the position of president of a $20 million company, and I was only 27 years old. And I share that not to say, look at me. I share it because if I can do it, I mean, I'm a farm girl from Minnesota. I had zero sales training. If I can do it, anyone can do it. And so my passion for selling started. Well, that's great. Tell us a little bit about your books that you have been bestsellers and what inspired you to write them. And tell us a little bit about the awards they have received. Sure. Yeah. So Selling with Intention was my first book, and it was really mirroring that idea of having a sales strategy, but also having a clear intention, including that mindset piece. And what I found is when I first launched my, my own business after we sold the other company that I was working for, you know, I was doing a lot of coaching. And what I found, Robbie, is that I kept saying the same things over and over and over again to my clients. And someone asked me, why don't you just put it in a book? And I'd never thought about myself as an author before. I thought that was, you know, something that other people were, not me. But I thought, you know, this would be really practical. And I'm a practical person. So I put my system into the book Selling with Intention because I thought I can't coach everyone and I want to help as many people as I can. And so that's how Selling with Intention was born. My second book is called One Great Goal. And what I found is that a lot of my clients didn't know what they wanted. And I kept, you know, I kept trying this clarification, this goal setting and clarification process for myself. I kept using it. It was sort of a divine download, this this idea that came to me one day. And the more I did it with my clients, the more I thought, wow, this process really works, and I want to help more people with it. So again, I thought, you know what, I'm going to put this into a book. And so One Great Goal was born. And then um, the final book, the third book, was sell- is Selling with a Synchronicity. And Selling with Synchronicity was written with some of my other clients who have taken quantum leaps in their sales. And they've, they've each written a chapter about what it took for them to get to the next level in their business and in sales. And so uh, that book is more about like the next level. Once you get your sales going, how do you, how do you keep growing? How do you double or triple your sales? And so that was really a labor of, of love. So the Selling with Synchronicity and One Great Goal, they won Beverly Hills Book Awards in the categories of sales and business motivation. And then Selling with Intention was a finalist in that, that award as well. And then Selling with Intention received the International Book Award um, and Selling with Synchronicity was a finalist. So I kind of entered the books all at the same time and I didn't think any of them would win anything. So I was pleasantly surprised that other people did see the value in those books. And, um, and by the way, my fourth book, The Belief Zone, is going to be launched um, 
probably early summer of this year. So I have a new book publisher, and I can't wait to get that book out to the world as well. Thanks for asking. What is that going to tell them? What will that tell them? Yeah, so The Belief Zone is kind of such a passion of mine, and I've been wanting to write it for a long time. And so it's this idea that, you know, you hear a lot of people talking about living in your comfort zone or you get stuck in your comfort zone. And I started to ask myself the question, well, where do you go after you leave your comfort zone? We can say we're uncomfortable, but what does that really mean and what really happens? And what I noticed, Robbie, with a lot of my clients who were literally doubling their sales in, you know, in smaller businesses, but even some of the six-figure businesses were doubling their sales in a couple of months or very quickly, what I realized is that it, it was way more than strategy, and it was mostly about their beliefs. And so this idea was born that you know, when you leave your comfort zone, you actually move into a new belief zone. And when you're in a new belief zone, you have new beliefs. Specifically with my clients, they have new beliefs about selling, about sales, about money, about wealth, about giving, about making a difference in the world. And what I, what I also noticed is that once they got into a new belief zone, as long as they stayed there for a couple of months, they typically didn't go back to their old comfort zone. And so that idea of being in a new belief zone and creating a new belief zone for yourself was born. And we've just seen clients get tremendous results. So the book takes you through the process of how to move from your comfort zone, get into a new belief zone, and then stay in that new belief zone. Wow, that's great. I can't wait for that to come out. You know, what you mentioned in the bio, it mentioned that when you were 27 years old, you helped the company to the top that was way at the bottom. What were some of the things you did? Oh, that's a great question. You know, um, so many things. But when, you know, I had I had a sales team, and what I found with a lot of the salespeople that were on the sales team at the time was that they, they had certain beliefs about how much money they could make and how much they could sell in that industry at the time. So, for example, in the training industry, in the, in the computer training industry at that time, a typical salesperson made, sold about 50000 a month and made about $50,000 a year. Okay, And so this is, this is where my interest in beliefs really started because I thought, well, who made that up? And I also noticed that other industries had the same ideas, like, you know, realtors could make X amount per year. And, and, you know, everybody sort of had their standards. And I thought, well, what if that's just a belief we've made up? And so um, with a, my core team in the Santa Ana branch, in the Southern California branch, that was the branch where we really, really helped grow the entire company because that became our headquarters. I had five salespeople that I worked really closely with. And what we did is I, I helped them break through their beliefs about how much they could sell per month. So a couple of them went from 50000 a month to 100000 a month. Some of them went from 100000 a month to selling 250000 a month. And even some, Robbie, two of them went from selling 250000 a month, they jumped to a million dollars a month in sales themselves. And we, we were doing, the branch was doing 10 times the national average because we were working directly with the salespeople on, on their beliefs, their mindset, on what they could sell. Now, it did, it did force other things to happen in the company because once the salespeople got really creative, you know, we started offering new programs. We started expanding as a company in terms of what we could offer and how we could offer it, and it got us really creative. The secret in that, though, the piece that was really important that came right before that was making a clear decision on you know, our goals. And so that one, um, that one branch, so for example, in the training industry, an average branch at that time did 300,000 and we had multiple, multiple locations. So when I took that branch over, we were losing hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. So our first step was to break even, then it was to 300,000 a month and then 
our closest competitor was 600000 but I'd already set a goal of a million dollars a month. Once we got there, I said, if we can do a million, we can do three million. And we just kept increasing what that one branch was doing. The key being, we worked backwards from the end result. So we started with the big goal in mind, and then the way to get there shows up, which it always does. Oh, wow. You know, one of the things I know about a lot of salespeople is they do many things, but one of the things sometimes is they're afraid to ask for the close or the sale. So what are some sales strategies that maybe you could share? Are any of, is any of those that particular part of the topic in any of your books? Because I think that's something a lot of people have asking for the money. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I talk a lot about that in the books. And a couple of things with that. Number one, I always tell my clients that until you have a yes, a clear yes, which means I'm ready to buy and I'm going to pay you today, or a clear no, which is it's not a good fit, they'll never buy from you, or third, a next step on the calendar, you cannot get up from your chair. <laughs> I always tell them, I'm like, listen, you are super glued to that chair when you're having a conversation with a prospect until you get a yes, a no, or a next step. And the reason is because, you know, if you get a clear no and you've determined that person is just not a fit for them, that's fine. Like, let's be detached and let's move on. If it's a clear yes, like we have a certain percentage of people that will make a decision right away, and they know immediately, like, this product or service is right for me, I'm a clear yes. Then we have people who are kind of in the middle where the, you know they want it, you're not able to close the sale that day, but what I, what I see a lot of people do is they don't set the appointment for the next step, and so they end up losing the sale. And so one of the shifts a lot of my clients make, and they quickly start to increase their sales, is to do that. So before you leave that meeting, if you don't have a clear next step, excuse me, if you don't have a clear yes or a clear no, create the next step by putting a date on your calendar so you can have another appointment with them. And just by doing that, most of the time that sale will end up closing because you, you've given them time to think it through. Maybe you had to redo the proposal or you have to do some other research for them, but you're, you're still with them, and that can make a big difference. The other thing is just to ask, right? You have to – I tell my clients, you, you are glued to that chair until, you know, you ask a closing question. And you can ask a closing question by simply saying, it sounds, you know, based on what you've shared with me, Robbie, it sounds like you're, you know, you're really interested in package B, there's the, but there are three op options, you know, based on what we talked about, what do you think is the best fit for you? Simple closing question. If they don't say, if they don't tell you, if they don't choose one, they'll often tell you what their true objection is, and then you can figure out whether or not you can help them. And then as soon as they choose a package, it's as simple as saying, okay, great, how would you like to pay for that today? Selling can be so simple, and I, I think we make it so complicated by getting in our heads and making up all these things about our prospects that probably aren't true. And so, you know, I think slowing down in the sales process, asking a lot of open-ended questions, and then giving people choices is very powerful. That is true. You are also a keynote speaker and speak all over the globe. Tell us some of the topics you speak on and what keynote events you have coming up that people might want to be able to uh, tap into? Yeah, thanks for asking. Well, um, I speak a lot on sales, and we also, I also speak on goal setting. One of my favorite um, keynote keynotes is often one great goal, so helping people get clarity. Another one is the seven sales blocks that keep you stuck in scarcity. Very popular, and um, I'm excited to be delivering that at your conference that's coming up, the NAFI conference. So if you're not registered for that, that's April 22nd in um, – Menifee, California, Southern California area. Please check that out. I'm also um, friends here in Minneapolis. Uh, the, I think it's the weekend after, and that's here in Minneapolis. It's the before conference. And by the way, all these events are on my website, sales, 
coachnow.com. The other one I'm doing in Minneapolis, which is a cool free event, it is our One Great Goal Retreat. We used to charge for it. Now we give it away for free. It's a $500 value. It's an entire day of training. We love giving it away. We max out at 100 people, and that's going to be here in Minneapolis on May 5th, and that's a free one. So we'd love to treat people there. And as you said, they're all on your website. What is that website again? Yeah, the website is sales with an S, so salescoachnow.com. Right, and the NAFI conference is going to be in Wildemar, California, which is close oh, to Oh, that's Manatee. right. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. Yes. Uh, what, is your, what is your great passion? What is your, you know, passion? Oh, my passion is seeing people, my clients, and, and anyone really break through their limiting beliefs about selling and money and giving back to the world so that they can live their greatest purpose. There's nothing more powerful than seeing someone um, break through a money belief and all of a sudden make more money than they've ever had before because they realize money is choice. Once you have money, like a lot of us want to make a big difference, but it's hard to do if we're broke or if we're struggling financially. And so when I see someone break through, then, you know, I, I've had clients say to me, the best day of my life was when I wrote a big church to my favorite, uh, excuse me, wrote a big check to my church, or I wrote a big check to my favorite charity. That's when I feel like I've lived my purpose and my passion. Wow, that's great. Uh, what is neurolinguistic programming, and how does it help an individual? Yeah, neurolinguistic programming, or NLP, uh, is what I was trained in at the NLP Institute of California. So my coaching certification um, was included NLP training, and it's been one of the most valuable things I've ever learned. So NLP um, is the study of what makes successful people tick. How do successful people think? How do they spend their time? Um, what are their beliefs? What are their thoughts? And one of the most impactful things I learned at the NLP Institute was how to help people change their limiting beliefs. So how to move from, you know, a limiting belief like, you know, I'll never be wealthy or I don't have what it takes to you know, I am a professionally persistent problem solver and I make a lot of money or whatever it might be. So helping people from that limiting belief breakthrough to an achieving belief is one of the, um, the main things that I practice through NLP. But we also use visualization. We, um, you know, and one of the main things in visualization in it, that NLP teaches is how it really it's called future pacing, but working backwards from the end result. So if you want that million-dollar business, uh, I help a lot of my clients imagine that they're there, and then we work backwards from that end result. And, Robbie, what's so amazing, and I know you know this, but our subconscious mind is so powerful that once you set a goal like that and you start to work backwards, the way to get there always shows up. The ideas start to flood in, and most people don't give themselves the gift of working backwards. And what's really crazy is Olympic athletes use this. Um, a lot of people, you know, sport, people who are in professional sports, they use visualization all the time, but no one really talks about it in the business world. And it's such a powerful tool that some people think it's kind of woo-woo. And I would say, no, that is a cornerstone strategy for successful people. And if you're not using visualization or if you're not working backwards from the end result, you know, it's something that you can do on your own immediately to start to, you know, really supercharge your, your sales and, and your business. Wow, that's great. You said the seven sales blocks that keep you stuck in scarcity and how to shift them is one of your best, you know, most popular. Tell us a little bit about what people learn from that presentation. Sure. So, you know, in, in a lot of the work that I've done and I've delivered, you know, hundreds of talks in front of thousands of people, the, when I talk to people afterwards, the one thing I hear from them is that, you know, no matter, they feel like no matter what they do, they feel 
they still feel stuck or they're not moving forward in their business or they're just not making enough money. And often they're, they have what I call a financial set point. So somewhere along the line, they develop this idea of how much money they would allow themselves to, to make. And I know that sounds really crazy, but our subconscious mind is so good at, um, at blocking us. And it's, it's trying to keep us safe, right? Like we, our ego wants to keep us safe. Um, our subconscious wants to keep us in that safe phone calls to potential prospects or going to networking events or speaking on a stage. These are all things that, you know, are, are, can be somewhat scary. And so it's much safer to stay in the safety zone of, you know, sitting behind our computer. And yet that keeps us at that financial set point. So in the seven sales blocks that keep us stuck in scarcity, I talk about how to break through those blocks that keep you stuck. You know, one being your, your sales stretch goal. And I can tell you that most people have a very small business goal for themselves, a very small sales goal or a very small revenue goal. And it's one of the things I help people break through first. Because if I can help you break through and start to see what's possible in your business and help you let go of those limiting beliefs about why you thought it wasn't possible, you'll start to move really quickly toward that goal. The other thing we talk about in that um, – and I talk about in that keynote, is also the numbers. So really breaking it down. It's one thing to like shift your mindset and shift your beliefs, but then we have to dig into the numbers. What's it really going to take to build that seven-figure or that six-figure business? And what do the numbers tell us? Robbie, what most people tell me is once they break down their numbers, they, they say to me, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so much easier to get there than I thought. And I find that over and over again, that once people like claim their goal – and start to work out the numbers, they see the path to get there. So those are two of the main things that, that we, we really dig into. And um, at the end, I'm always so excited because I ask the audience, like, what, what shifted for you today? And inevitably, they, they've shifted their beliefs. They've shifted what they think is possible for themselves. And that's when I know that, you know, we've, we've, you know I've made a difference that day, which is my intention. What are some of your upcoming projects? Yeah, the big project right now has been the book, so getting that the book launched. The other thing is we just um, – I just launched our uh, my new Double Your Sales Now podcast, and um, we just found out – we launched it a couple weeks ago, and we've been downloaded hundreds of times now, and we've, we're being he- heard in eight countries. And, Robbie, one of my goals was to really get this message out to the world because I feel like – you know, I can do as much as I can in certain classrooms and I can do as much as I can, you know, even on Facebook Live trying to reach people and, you know, write blogs. But the idea of the podcast being able to reach people all over the world was so exciting to me because, you know, we live in a time where, you know, a lot of great things are happening, a lot of things are shifting, and yet there's still a lot of things that, you know, and a lot of people in the world who feel hopeless. And so, um, so this project, you know, with the podcast and, and, you know, reaching people all over the world was a project that I had on my heart for a long time. And so I'm just excited to have it launched. And we're just getting amazing feedback from people saying, just saying thank you. It's a 30-minute show, and we talk about, you know, how, how people doubled their sales for the first time and what it took um, and just how they've, you know, grown their business. And, and also the pitfalls, like how hard it was at times and how they kept going. And by the way, I'd love to have you on that show at some time. But this, that has been a, a heart project of mine for a long time. So how do people get, uh, be able to tune in to that podcast? Sure, yeah, it's free. Um, you just go to iTunes and um, Google, I guess you're not Googling on iTunes, search for um, Double Your Sales Now. And you can also search for my name, Ursula Mencius, and it'll, it'll pop up and you can just subscribe to it. That's what I love about it, too. It's free, so anyone can listen in. Well, that's great. Well, we'll have to share that with some 
I just got an email from somebody in uh, South Africa yesterday, so we'll have to let them know uh, about awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you. So I'll, I'll get the link and we'll post it up. Um, how can people reach you to buy your books and to, you know, talk to you about speaking for their, you know, for their organization or their corporation? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, the easiest way is to go to salescoachnow.com, so S-A-L-E-S, coachnow.com. We have, um, I have my keynotes on there. You know, I have a, um, a link for meeting planners. If you're interested in booking me to speak, you can fill out the information there. The books are on there. And then we have tons of free articles. I always tell people, like, you know, a lot of the best stuff we give away is on our website. There's also, um, it, on the homepage of our website, we're giving away um, – the Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. It's a video series that I created. It's free. It's a $497 value. We encourage people to go there and grab that. And we've gotten phenomenal feedback from people as well who've, who've listened to that. So lots of freebies there too um, for free listeners. Okay, give that website again. Sure. Salescoachnow.com. Okay. The other thing is, I think you're going to need a bigger wall because you do so many wonderful things in the community. You receive so many awards. And I also heard a rumor that at the April event in Wildemar, you're going to be getting another call to service award from President Donald Trump. (laughs) I'm kind of speechless about that award, Robbie. And I just want to thank you for um, making that happen and seeing that in me. You've been such a phenomenal mentor and such a leader in the space of volunteering and giving back. And um, that means a lot to me. Thank you so much. So just get the wall ready, okay? <laughs> I will. I will. I just got a new office. My husband and I moved um, recently, and we've been renovating a house, and I just finished my office. So that wall is ready to go. Thank you. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, that not only are you a traveling uh, author, sales coach, and keynote speaker, but you're also a wife and mother. How do you balance all that? Oh, my goodness. Um it's a really good question. I, you know, think some days are, are, you know, I get a lot of time with my son and other days I have a lot of time with my clients. And I think sometimes, you know, I've had to make peace with it. I, I find that the word balance can be really hard to manage, but I think of the word harmony and I always think, do I feel harmonious? I, I definitely give a shout out to my husband, Tim, because Tim is a true partner. I mean, we have a three-year-old son and I couldn't do the kind of traveling that I do, or I could do it, but I wouldn't feel as good about it if Tim wasn't there. And my husband always has always said to me, Luca is fine. He's fine. And he, he's like, I'm his dad. I've got him. And they, so what's kind of cool is that when I've traveled, Luca has gotten special bonding time with Tim. And because of that, they have, you know, their special relationship as well. And so I, you know, the, the mommy guilt is real. I mean, that's something I work on constantly. Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's just, it's carving out those moments. I will tell you this though, Robbie, since we moved back to Minnesota, you know, we wanted to be closer to family and every Monday my mom comes to take care of Luca at our home and I work out of the home office and I try to do only a few hours that morning and then we spend the rest of the day together. So I guess the key to it is, you know, I, I'm very intentional about my schedule, very intentional and I schedule everything. And that allows me to have the kind of life that I have and to spend the time with the people that I love that I get to spend. Well, that's great. Well, we're uh, at one minute. So, again, we've been meeting with, uh, talking with Ursula Menches, sales coach, author, and keynote speaker. And, Ursula, let them know how to get a hold of you again, and then 
we're going to have to end our wonderful time. This half an hour went very fast. It went fast, yep. So you can reach me at salescoachnow.com or you can email me directly at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A, at salescoachnow.com. And, Robbie, I want to thank you for having me. And for those listeners, if you haven't registered for the NAFI conference yet, I hope to see you there. Get registered. It's going to be a phenomenal day. And thank you, Robbie, for including me. Thank you so much. And if they want to register, they can go to wrnappy.com and they'll see all the bios of all the great speakers and entertainers, and it's going to be wonderful. Thank you so much, and I will see you soon. Thank you, and I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.